Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Game Awards. It feels so amazing to be back in person with the fans and to have the entire industry with us here tonight. I love it. Such great energy. I want to say hello to all the nominees. Uh, Mr. Miyazaki, great to have you here, nominated for Game of the Year tonight, which is great. Kratos himself, Christopher Judge, is in the house. Man Engage, incredible in immortality. Welcome to the Game Awards. And of course, we have Phil Spencer from Xbox with us. Welcome, Phil. Hello, and welcome to episode 27 of the video game podcast, PlayStation Pals. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm just joined by John today because we're, we're pulling an audible. <laughs> <laughs> we said we were going to wait to talk about the Game Awards, but we decided to record immediately after they aired. So we had, we're, we've just now just watched it. This is, this is going to be the hottest take possible. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's post 11 o'clock here, but I, uh, I'm, I'm feeling very good. It was a good show. <laughs> I got my coffee. Um, I know you're feeling good. I mean, you got to wake up at 6 a.m. tomorrow to, to take a flight out West. That's, that's part of, part of the reason why we're doing that tonight is, is Nick's traveling tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I think that was one of the, one of the, I mean, definitely the best game award show I've seen, and one of the better overall just events in a in a while. So yeah. definitely excited to talk about it. Yeah, I'm running on pure adrenaline right now because <laughs> there is a lot to talk about, yep. a lot of cool announcements at the show. Uh, so we're gonna be ditching the format. We're just gonna talk, go through kind of the bigger announcements and uh, the awards in the show. There's gonna be just thing after thing after thing, mm-hmm. and we're gonna get our hot takes on it yep. um, so there's no research here just hot takes so <laughs> hot tired adrenaline fueled takes perfect <laughs> uh so let's kick it off it it had a pre-show and there were a few games there but kind of the big news to come out of that was street fighter 6 had a big gameplay trailer and it got a release date it is coming out June second, twenty twenty three. Keep that month in mind as we talk about all these yeah. announcements because it's going to come up quite a bit. Um, John, what did you what did you think of this trailer? They showed a lot uh, of new fighters. I, I all I could think of when I saw this trailer is it it seems uh you know like Street Fighter has has got so far away from what it originally was. <laughs> um, you know you could definitely get the sense of the. Uh, live service generation whatever you know the the z generation like in their video games kind of bleeding into this and and that's fine i think from a a gameplay standpoint you're going to get exactly what you kind of expect with street fighter and they showed off four new characters i i think all four of them are brand new street fighter characters i don't know enough about the entire history of the series to know that for sure um dj might be a, a a recurring one that's been in a previous game but um it's fine, you know. I, I have some friends that are really into Street Fighter, and, and I'm sure they're going to be pumped about it. But um, it's it's definitely pushing me further away from wanting to play, rather mm-hmm. than bringing me closer back to wanting to play that franchise for sure. And and that's fine, you know. I can I can accept that. Yeah, well, we've seen it before. It's got like this single player content where you're playing just like a weird dude who kind of 
looks out of place with the exaggerated features of the normal Street Fighters. Um, yeah, he kind of looks like the the Wii Fit character in yeah. Super Smash Brothers, like <laughs> yeah. just like a blank slate, pretty boring. And uh, yeah, that was kind of the other thing about it, man. I'm glad you brought that up. It's like, why does every fighting game feel like it needs to have just you know 17 different modes in it? And, and I get it, you know, you spend seventy dollars on a game nowadays, you want to make sure you get your money's worth. It's just you know, make sure it's a good fighting game first and foremost, and and then you can kind of focus on that stuff. I don't know if it should be the focal point of your game though. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, because it had like a there was like a chopping mini game, and it almost looked like a dance mini game. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But you know, but as long as it's popular in Evo, you know, if as long as the the fighting is solid, that's that's what's going to carry the game past. You know, the first couple months of people just checking out that stuff. You know, that's what's really important. Right? Maybe um, maybe that's them just trying to expand the audience because you know, yeah, yeah, people will be there for the fighting, but maybe they when people see this giant single player content maybe we'll get more people to jump in right i feel like lots of people are always on the fence with fighting games i'm one of them i always want to get into one and every time i try i get you know let down but you know and then we moved on to the main show and i gotta say the first 30 minutes of this show was pretty wild and uh I think you agree with me, John, as we get into the individual <laughs> announcements. Yeah, man. Uh, my God. Um, <laughs> you know, they definitely set the stage for the evening and, you know, got everybody's excitement level up high. And I think, you know, it really started with just the very first guy that walked out on stage. You know, <laughs> I, I, it was funny. I was talking to my wife. She was actually watching it with me a little bit. And, you know, she's kind of was a little taken aback, I think, by the whole production of the Game Awards. I think she was expecting something a little more low key. And when she saw the big theater, she was kind of like, huh, do they do they bring like, like our celebrities here? Like, what is, what is this? And and like no later than 25 seconds, El Pacino walks on stage. It's like, <laughs> you're like legendary actor El Pacino. And, you know, he looks old, but it was really, really cool to see that level of a, a respected thespian, you know, a, a, a proper thespian to, to be on stage and just bring a little bit of credibility to the whole show. But, yes. um, you know, he kind of, you know, stumbled his way through a, a couple minute speech, but, you know, he's very a fish pers- out of water for sure. Oh, and he, and he admitted it. You know, he was talking about, I was like, I don't play a lot of games. Um, but, you know, he uh, he gave the uh, best performance uh, award away. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it was really cool. He kind of gave a little speech just about how, you know, uh, video game actors are well respected as well. And they should be like, you know, considered equals and, and yada, yada, yada. But, um, you know, right off the bat, man, uh, an award that I really cared about. And I think you did, too. And. Mm-hmm. Very, very appropriately, it went to our boy, Christopher Judge, uh, for playing Kratos this year. Mm -hmm. And I think it was, you know, just absolutely the right choice. I actually finished Ragnarok last night, so, you know, stay tuned for next week. We'll actually get to dive into the whole story. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, absolutely deserved. I was so happy to see him up there. And, you know, I don't know if you want to talk just a real quick a little bit about his speech, Nick, but that was something also. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, to continue the the weirdness of this first 30 minutes, uh, he continues to give, it had to have been a 10 to 15 minute speech. Yeah. He was going all over the place that I was kind of like coming in and out of different areas. Uh, I know when uh, Corey Barlock said he wasn't going to direct God of War Ragnarok, he said he he was going to quit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is like, a what? Come on, man. <laughs> Don't <laughs> do that to us. Yeah. What a reaction. Um and he thanked a lot of his family. He told a story about his brother who decided to become a doctor at 40. That's right. Yeah. Um, 
I'm trying to think what else he said, but oh, there he was just, so he much just got there. Real deep, man. He was talking about the director and like you know the bond they shared and and how like you know he had this moment where he was just sobbing, crying, and like they were embracing each other. And it's like and that stuff's great. I love hearing that stuff, but like mm-hmm. I just wasn't expecting you know in the first five minutes to to get a yeah 15 minute speech and and uh it was just a, a, a an odd way to start it but again you know i was so happy to see him up there and he, he had a really funny moment too where al pacino was walking away and he kind of like chased him down tapped him on the shoulder and like made him give him a hug and you know just kind of like got so psyched to see pacino up there so yeah um that was awesome but uh i think and i think a, a reoccurring theme that we get from was as god of war is going to win a few awards at this show uh everyone this game was made during covid and i think that was kind of from the sound of everybody involved, just like a bonding moment yeah. of working on this project during like the worst of times, you know, yeah. that, that first 2020 year of COVID where we all, you know, had to see each other a lot more, uh, but through video calls and then live with our families. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was, it was, it yeah. was good. It was very heartfelt. Yeah. The whole night you got a sense that Sony Santa Monica, they, you know, and I'm sure it has a reason why the quality of God of War is so good is is that their team really loves eat one another, and yeah, that's that's always good to see. But um, Nick, I can't I can't n- not talk about this next thing. I go, we have to get into it. Go but. for it, man. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna just kind of tell the whole story. So you know, Jeff Keighley is getting ready to present the next thing, and he's you know talking about a small team that that has a history at the Game Awards, an independent <laughs> developer, and so I you know my head immediately goes to Supergiant, right? And I'm like, okay, this could be Supergiant. Like you know, I'm I'm getting ready to see their, what their next project is, and and their logo pops up. So obviously, I'm I'm super pumped. <laughs> Supergiant Games, right? Creators of Hades, one of my favorite games, honestly. <laughs> Nick, it's one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, I, I love that game. It's perfect. And so, you know, I'm getting ready to kind of see, they, you know, you see their, their signature art style that's, you know, a little bit different, but you can tell it's super giant. And then the music kind of comes in and it's, it's kind of unmistakable, man. Like it was, it was a, it was the Hades fucking guitar riff. And I'm like, oh my God. Is this like what what is what is this? I didn't want to believe it yet. I thought maybe it was just like okay, well they're gonna use some similar music, and and then the kind of trailer kept going, and then you see you see the main character's hood pull back, and her eyes are the the same color as Zagreus's, right? That red and I believe blue, that very vibrant red and blue color. I'm like, is this Hades too? And it's fucking Hades too, dude. I I don't know if I've ever been so shocked and excited to see something at an award show, and, and right off the bat too, um, this game was nowhere on my radar to really come I guess you know I could have expected Supergiant but I predicted him to be here yeah, I, I see, okay, it's all a blur. I, maybe I just didn't want to believe it because I love this game so much. But uh, immediately shot to the top of my list, man. You see some, uh, some obviously a new set of characters. There's a character called Dora. I'm gonna guess that's probably Pandora. Obviously, you know they're gonna stick with a lot of the the same uh, theming. But uh, there's a shot where you see Hades kind of chained up, like he's being captured or or he's he's held hostage somewhere. So. Uh, very, very excited. Obviously, uh, immediately the number one game I'm waiting for. And uh, yeah, I'm curious. I'm really most curious to see what the story is like, because I know the gameplay obviously is going to be fucking fantastic. Yeah, I they mean, showed some. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be any less than what the first one was. I'm confident of that. But I'm, I'm curious to see what kind of story they can weave um, now that the whole entire goal of the first game has been completed. But um, yeah, I'm done. I'm done rambling, Nick. Ben. You got you got any any love for Hades, too, like I do? Oh, of course. I, I, I mean, we made it on our, We put it on our list of top ten PS5 games just last yes. week. So, yes. yes, I think the game is excellent. As we, we, it's come up so many times. It's a near perfect game. So, 
Uh, yeah, as you mentioned, not only is Supergiant working on a new project, of course, uh, but it is in fact Hades too. I kind of a little bit thought it might be like DLC of some kind, yeah, like an expansion. But no, it's a full-on sequel. <laughs> and uh, so to get a little more context here, uh, John and I were going to watch the whole thing over voice chat you know so we can get live reactions uh from each other and you know john has a family so you know he had to take care of them and i had i was so <laughs> bummed i wasn't i wasn't there yeah, to, hear, I know. to hear you just squeal and and ball and cry as I, as as the the little seeds kept getting planted because Jeff Keeley built it up the super giant logo was right in the front of that trailer and mm-hmm. yeah you got you got the music you got the eyes and then you got the gameplay and then you got the confirmation it was just it, it was, was a, a really good sequence of events man <laughs> and uh, yeah i i did i had tears in my eyes my son and my wife were looking at me like they didn't know how they legit didn't know they're like is this is this good is, is I'm like it's it's so good it's so very good um but yeah man i mean you know uh, not the rest of the show is great too but that's you know that's my announcement of the show right yep. off the bat uh couldn't believe it so um yeah man you want to go into the next game though this one looked pretty cool also yeah so it went into another world premiere and this comes from ghost story games and if you're not familiar with this team this is the team that used to work on bioshock um after infinite ken levine the creator of the bioshock series after bioshock infinite broke off and he grabbed a handful of people to make this team and I mean, when was Bioshock Infinite? I mean, that's almost 10 years ago, right? Uh, yeah, I want to say that was 2012, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's see. He has not been attached to a game since. So what we got was a trailer of his next game. It is called Judas. Uh, it looks very Bioshocky. It's first-person combat and some... Again, this is our hot takes. That's why I only got to watch the trailer once. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I got yeah. the most accurate uh, recanting of what happened. But it looked dope. It looked exciting. Um, Ken Levine is always an interesting storyteller. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, this is this is definitely another highlight of the show overall. Yeah, dude, um, this this game oozed Bioshock. This, you know, f- when when it when it was announced, I kind of again, I have a family, and so I think my son was saying something, and I kind of missed a little bit of the intro. So I saw the logo for Ghost Story, but didn't really hear like I heard the word Bioshock, but I didn't, didn't know in what way. So I was like, is is this Bioshock Four or mm-hmm. you know some sort of in that universe? And like, so when I saw that it, it wasn't, it was his own thing. I was like, oh, okay, that makes definitely sense that it's Ken Levine, though, because it looks exactly like you would expect. To, like, having, I believe, like, in the hands, like, it looked like he had fire in his hands, much like a plasmid does in the Bioshock series. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think I think this one this one looked really, really cool, too. Um, yeah. You know, Ken Levine, legendary legendary creator. So, um, you know, I, I definitely, definitely will keep my eye on this one as, as well. Yeah, and that, that title is interesting as well, <laughs> Judas. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, yeah, this is definitely well, one that's, to that's watch Bioshock's out for. like you know, I, I you know I, I think I saw a Reddit thread the other day that was, or and it wasn't even in the gaming community. It was like Ask Reddit, and it's like, what's the greatest video game story of all time? And I believe the most upvoted answer was Bioshock. So this mm-hmm. guy can tell stories, yeah. Um, and I'm sure it'll be a, a messed up one at that, like they usually are. But yeah, yeah. All right. So moving on, we got Bear McCreary and Hozier performing "Blood Upon the Snow," a song that's been featured on this very podcast. Very cool. Mm-hmm. I love when the orchestra plays video game music. 
Dude, and I don't I don't know if his voice was doctored at all, but I gotta give shout out to Hozier. I'm not a big fan of his music, but he sounded good live. So yeah, yeah that was pretty, that was pretty cool. All right, and then we moved into some game reveals. Uh, what what are they? Is that what they call them? World premieres? World <laughs> premiere. That's what they like to do. So um, annoying. We got a trailer for Destiny Lightfall, the the expansion. It's coming to twenty eight twenty three. Uh, we'll move on from there. Um, we got a suicide. Kill the Justice League trailer. Um, it was another story trailer. It just didn't do much for me, other than it did no. have the Arkham theme music in the background, which which got me in the feels. Well, I think the coolest thing about this whole thing was the fact that they they announced that this is in fact going to be Kevin Conroy again um, voicing mm-hmm. uh, Batman. And and you know if if you don't know, he passed a couple weeks back, and so yep. you know a lot of people are are very, very attached to that that voice actor specifically. They believe he is the Batman. So it's cool knowing that, like, you know, one final ride with him. I don't know how big of a piece he'll be in that game. Yeah. Um, but uh, kind of pretty pretty cool. And that's, uh, I don't know if you said the date, Nick. That's May 26th, right? Yep, that, that's yep. Officially May 26th. So it doesn't quite hit that June month, but it is right before. It is the week before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, very, very cool. And then we got Best Adaptation, which went to Arcane, League of Legends. Again, Nick called it. We, I called it, yes. <laughs> and then into a more world premieres, uh, we got a big one for Jedi Survivor. Uh, it is coming March 17th, 2023. It had a big, lengthy gameplay trailer. There were mounts. There were a few <laughs> reoccurring characters, a few new ones. Uh, it looks great. It looks what you would expect from a sequel. You know, the environments look larger. Uh, the combat looks refined. They look good. Look really good. Yeah, you know, I I'm not the the. This is more of a, a Nick Nick jam. I <laughs> I do like Star Wars, but I I am in that camp of the oversaturation. So I'm I don't want to you know poo poo it. But it does look really really good. It looks a, a really fun. Obviously, a lot of mixture of Jedi powers and things that you can get there. Um, question for you, Nick: Is is Jedi? Because I never finished. Obviously, Fallen Order. Is it a story that is going to continue, or is this going to kind of pick up and probably tell its own new brand brand new story? It's going to be a new story. Uh, okay. They kind of resolve. Uh, the issue in the uh, Jedi Fallen Order. So, okay, and I know, I know, I don't, you know, I don't know if it's spoilers. There's a specific character that shows up at the end of the first game. Um, so, like, <laughs> that's that's the that's the time frame we're in, right? Like, what what's a is there a popular Star Wars story that this could lean into or like connect to something? You know what I mean? I mean, we're it's yeah, it's again, it's like early early um you know forming of the empire so say you know pre new hope so okay. um yeah i so don't know luke, so it, like luke could show up in this theoretically yeah, and or something definitely okay. any andor characters because uh forrest okay. whitaker's character showed up in the first game okay. so any andor or rogue one um characters can definitely show up um cool. and any anyone from the animated show the rebels show could definitely be there so okay cool yeah and then we got Earthblade from Extremely OK Games. John, you wanna wanna yeah. talk about this one? Yes, I do. This is uh, <laughs> another one of my my uh, most anticipated games. Um, this is from the creators of Celeste, and um, I believe Celeste came out in. 2019, or maybe it was 2018, because I believe it was uh, up, unfortunately up against God of War and Red Dead Redemption 2 for Game of the Year, but it's a small little indie platforming game that was so good, it did get a Game of the Year nomination when it came out, but um, you know, this is a 
it looks like it's going to be you know take on the the movement mechanics that Celeste had Celeste was was all entirely movement based where you're bouncing off of walls using dashes resetting your jumps to be able to kind of like move yourself around an environment um, in a quick fun way uh, where it looks like this game's going to take a lot of that movement but also add in combat whether it's melee or um or uh, ranged, uh, whether it's a gun, you know, it looks like you have guns, but also looks to be Metroidvania. So all of those things are things that I love. I love mm-hmm. Metroidvanias. I love, uh, you know, good movement systems. And so uh, if, uh, if that can all be married together, I think that this is going to be, uh, you know, one to look out for. Celeste actually got a 10 out of 10 from IGN when it came out. So, you know, it's a uh, uh, they, they told a really heartfelt story somehow with a pixel-based game and characters that just make funny noises. So uh, really, really excited for that one. But unfortunately, I, I think that's got a 2024 uh, release date yep. on it. But that's okay. We can wait. There's plenty of stuff. Yep, <laughs> for sure. And then moving into more world premieres, we got a Forspoken trailer. Um, this is the action RPG coming from Square Enix. Uh, the cool thing about it is it got a demo. And it's available as you're listening to this. So if you yep. want to check out Forspoken, I believe that it comes out in January. I don't remember the exact date off the top of my head. Yeah, I think it's the 24th, but you know, I'm also just guessing an entirely random number. So you know, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Um, but yeah, I, I think this is a great call. You know, Square Enix is known for putting out demos, um, but. You know, I think a lot of people are on the fence about this game. Hey, it is the 24th. Look at me. Um, (laughs) I think a lot of people are on the fence about this game, and I'm one of them. But if it feels good, if it's fun to play, if the systems are right, I think I can. I I think I would want to want to pick this up and check it out. I know a lot of people are on the fence about the writing. It's got some very, uh, you know, I don't know, kind of lame writing. I guess you know, using woke terms I, I don't know how else to say it I'm not one of those guys but that's how, that's how I can say it um, but uh, you know yeah I, I think the demo is going to be going to be a good idea get a lot of people on board with it yeah so I, we're both going to check that out and that will be coming next week for sure we will yep. talk about it and then <laughs> of course it wouldn't be a Jeff Keighley event without Hideo Kojima and <laughs> Our uh, old friend. We can't escape it, John. <laughs> Death Stranding. There it is. He's it back. is getting a sequel. And as yeah. you can imagine from a Kojima trailer, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, I Yeah, I mean, much like uh, the very, very first Death Stranding trailer we got, you know, I th- I'm pretty sure Kojima relishes in the fact that he can confuse people and get people to just talk. And I believe he even said as much in his uh, little interview where he's like, I want to I hit a bunch of things in there yeah. so, I can, so the Internet can talk. Um, but man, like what a what a presence in the video game industry <laughs> this man is, you know, besides the love affair that him and Jeff Keighley have, you know, it's just Nobody else in the show got the entrance that he had, whereas, you know, he's got this lights and this whole thing where the wall comes up and he walks out. And it's just, you know, it's 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 almost meme worthy at this point. But, you know, it <laughs> it's always good to see him at an event. You know, he adds a lot of credibility to the event, to the industry. And, um, yeah, the trailer itself, um, I don't know if you want to get into the specifics of it. But, no. yeah, like you said, it's... Uh, <laughs> It's more batshit insanity. I, I can tell you that. And you know, uh, Norman Reedus is coming back, and yep. it looks like you might uh, be able to even play uh, as Fragile. I don't know. They they focused on her a lot in the trailer. Yes, but, they uh, did. Yeah, but um, I don't believe there was even a year on it. No. So uh-huh. I, you know, I would expect I would expect to wait a little bit on that one. But you know, Death Stranding came out a little bit earlier than I think people anticipated as well. So I, know, maybe, I want maybe not you. Too far. 
to try and explain what that trailer ended on, if you remember. Was it the, you know, Norman Reedus and Fragile looking at the water with nope. the... No. Oh, with the guitar thing? Yeah. <laughs> Try and explain. I want you to recreate this scene using words. Uh, I don't remember much except for the very focal point of it. But yeah, like there was a, a red-suited, mech-armored looking character with... It kind of looked like a, a sword coming out of the side, you know, on an upward angle. And then she she's walking, turns around. You can see it's not a sword. It's, it's a guitar. <laughs> And she strums it like one time and it's going bring and then it ended, I, I believe. And but there was a lot of, I, I believe, other other armored people standing behind her as well. Yeah. Um, to me, it looked like the 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 Princess Beach character from the first one. That's the best I can explain it. Uh, it looked like that character. But um, yeah, man, Kojima, he, he does his he does his thing. He yep. fucking does his thing. <laughs> Good, good try. And good we're try. all better for it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> all right. And so let's move into another world premiere that I had to follow that up. Uh, this is Immortals of Avium. Avium? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like a first person. It looks cool. I, I can't really, again, the trailer is just, there's a lot of electricity. Um, yeah, they defined it as a, on. <laughs> yeah, they, they said single player magic shooter uh, was the exact words they used. So, okay. you know, yeah, like, I, you know, maybe it Ghostwire Tokyo-esque where, yeah, you're doing a lot of movements with your hands or, you know, if you're like a, a magic build in Skyrim. But uh, it's an EA original, which I think that gives a lot of credibility to it. You know, usually those are those are really good, um, but uh, not a lot, not a lot else to go on with that one. It's just something else to keep an eye on. I believe Ascendant Studios is a new studio as well. Okay. All right, and I'm just going to rattle some things off here, and yep. if you if you want to talk about expand on more before we get to the next big thing, we got sure. best narrative, God of War Ragnarok, we got a Tekken Eight trailer, best art direction goes to Elden Ring, we got a Nightingale trailer, uh, we got games for Impact, which as Dusk Falls one, Xbox exclusive indie game, and then we got Wayfinder RPG series. Do you do you want to <laughs> Wayfinder? No, I got nothing to say really on that one. Okay, good. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. And then the next big thing is Halsey was there. Mm. <laughs> Coming yes, out was. and look. <laughs> you okay? You're getting a little sweaty over there? Yeah. No, no, it was good. It's it just, you know, it's good entertainment. That's all. Good. She performed well. <laughs> yeah. She performed a song called Lilith, who is the big bad of Diablo 4. Um, it was very cool. It was very weird. Uh, yeah. It ended with a CG trailer for the game. I really don't have much to say on those, but we do know what Diablo 4 is going to be. And then we got a release date of 6-6-23, another yeah. June game. Yeah, yeah. June <laughs> is the new hotness. You know, a month that used to not get a single fucking release ever because uh, it's my birthday. I never got, you know, games around my birthday. All of a sudden, they're, they're all over there. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was one. Of, that was a really high production value performance. They they really went all out with just people on stage and lighting and smoke effects and stuff. But um, yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. I'm, I'll pick up Diablo Four. I hope it's good because Blizzard needs a win. Yeah, and this is kind of another theme of the show that we pointed out while we were watching this thing is like video games are getting really really big. You know, mm. the, here we have a show already that had Al Pacino come out. <laughs> at Halsey perform a Diablo 4 song and uh, we're going to get into some more but boy 
video games are consuming everything and big yeah. actors are getting and performers are getting involved yeah as we'll see with the game coming up that we have to talk about yep. um but uh <laughs> yeah i think it's it's just you know the uh they make more money than any other industry and you know so and it's it's, it's becoming you know just just you look at a game like God of War Ragnarok compared to how games even were 10 years ago. You know, the best narrative games in the world were like Mass Effect, and they're great fucking games, but just the level of production value that games can reach nowadays, it's just, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's gaining respect. It's obviously profitable, and yeah, more, more popular than ever. Yep, for sure. So, more categories came. Best sport racing game went to Gran Turismo 7, another Sony win. Mm-hmm. Uh, best multiplayer was Splatoon 3. Best audio design went to God of War Ragnarok. Most anticipated game, Shocker, went to Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, right. which we predicted. And then we got another world premiere. So if you played Horizon Forbidden West, I sure hope you held on to your copy because, John, pat yourself on the back. Your prediction came true. I did it. I'm so smart. We are getting DLC for Horizon Forbidden West. It is called Burning Shores. It looks to take place in LA slash Hollywood, and it is coming April 19th, 2023. John, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I'm excited for more Horizon. I, um, you know, I, I've heard a lot of good things about Frozen Wilds, the uh, DLC for the first Horizon game. I never actually got around to it but, um, because I think by the time I, I got it, I just didn't feel like relearning the entire controls and things like that, which I'm hoping is not a problem with this one. Um, but I, uh, I, I think I'll, I think I'll check it out. I still have my copy, but you know, I, I, I'm sure this will kind of become more and more a theme with the show. And I don't know if you really know this about me, Nikki. I think you do, but DLCs have never really been my jam. Mm-hmm. Usually, when I'm done with the game, especially if it's a platinum, like a game I've platinumed, it's really hard for me to like want to prioritize that over new things because, as we all know, backlogs are a forever thing. Uh, so, but I, I, you know, Forbidden West was good enough that. You know, when I see it on sale for fifteen or twenty, it's gonna be hard for me to resist because you know my impulse. But <laughs> so you you pl- you plan on holding on to your copy to potentially play this? As of now, yes. But I also saw that disc replay is uh, having a fifty percent off a uh, you know buyback sale. So you know we'll see. I gotta get <laughs> gotta get my son a switch for Christmas. So you know priorities. We'll see. Yeah, it is weird. I'm not. It's like I, they can't win with DLC, right? If they release it too soon after the game comes out, people are like, "Why wasn't it in the main game?" Yeah. But this is like, yeah, this is you know, 14 months later, mm-hmm. and you know, for you and me, it's like, well, it's kind of done with Horizon Forbidden West. So I don't, I don't know. I'm, I don't know about this one. Yeah, it's you know, if a game is narrative based, you know, which most of Sony's obviously, you know, first party games are. It's it's a game that you can't really I don't really want to go back to. If it's a game that's mechanic based, Hades maybe, you know, is a good example. Returnal's another good example. The Tower's kind of a, you know, I know I keep bringing up these games over and over again. Um, <laughs> you know, or another good example. That's DLC that I will go back to because it fundamentally changes what I'm doing with the game. But just going back in and getting another meeting another dude in a village and saving his village and maybe fighting a new I think they showed off a new scorpion uh, robot in the trailer, which was pretty cool, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're convincing me out of it. 
see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Uh, we'll find out more details about it. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's something to keep an eye on. And like I said, if you were planning on selling your copy, might just want to hold on to it for a bit. Um, next up, we got some cool presenters. We got Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson, who play the video game characters Joel and Ellie from The Last of Us, joined by Bella Ramsey and Pedro Pasquale, who are playing Joel and Ellie in the upcoming mm-hmm. Last of Us television show that we're really excited about. There was a trailer that came out for the show last Saturday. We won't talk about it here, but it, it looks great. This is just a cool moment to see mm-hmm. all these amazing actors together on screen and just like worshiping each other hugging each other oh, it was so good yeah it was a big old love fest and i was there for it i'm, <laughs> I'm always down i'm always down for for you know for that kind of thing and i love ashley johnson so much i'll just leave it there she's great and uh they all they're all great there's four great people you're you're right nick it was just a it was just a great moment i got nothing else to say really not even <laughs> about troy's hat <laughs> I, I feel like we almost need to explain our love for Tim Robinson's I think you should leave to, to make anything like this land but I will just say that Troy Baker's probably the only person that could pull off that hat yeah. <laughs> he's the only one that could pull it off but it was uh, it was a wild one very f- a flat brimmed round hat yeah it was, it was absurd yes <laughs> it is on YouTube look up I think you should leave a hat has it stay in court yep <laughs> And it's four and a half minutes of pure comedy gold. If you are into, <laughs> I don't know, uh, I don't know how to sell. I think you should leave. It's just incredible. Or you're yeah. going to hate it, but I don't know. Yeah, no, it is definitely, if we were ever to recommend a show for anyone, that is the yeah. top of this, yep. Yep. <laughs> top of the PlayStation Pals show list. Um, <laughs> they were there to present the best action game, which went to Bayonetta 3. Uh, and then we got another world premiere, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 DLC. That's going to have raids. Cool. Whatever. You know, our, Move our along. Thoughts, yep, our thoughts on Call of Duty are well documented. Uh, then we got another category, uh, Best Game Direction. That went to Elden Ring. And then, uh, huh, such, a, such a great announcement. Uh, they teased it earlier in the show that they were going to do something with Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty. I was praying we were going to get a release date. We didn't get that. But, John, going back to video games, uh, <laughs> pulling in big stars, no. yeah, I'll, I'll let you do the honor since Dude, you called, I called it. it. I called it so early. I was so proud of myself. There was just like a <laughs> long shot of a man at a bar. Like You could only see a silhouette. I was like, oh, it looks like Idris Elba. Yeah, it's Idris Elba. Look at that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's, he's a new new huge celebrity that's in this franchise, and he seems to kind of be all about it. They showed a little bit of mocap uh, you know, performance that he was in, and he seemed very into it. And he's he's one of my favorite actors. He's great mm-hmm. in everything he's in, you know. And, uh, um, yeah, that, that honestly, I wasn't really that amped to play. I mean, I still got to play the original game, which I plan to. But not even thinking about the DLC, and now that they showed him, I'm like, fuck! I got to play the original game so I can play this DLC. <laughs> so great pull uh, by by CD Projekt for sure. Yeah, this this is this is pretty insane because I'm sure you rank him higher than Keanu Reeves. Oh, but I know a lot of people probably are angry at me for this opinion, but I think Keanu Reeves is kind of overrated. He's he's a good guy. He does a lot of good, you know everything I've heard about him. He's great, but in, in terms of acting, he's just a little flat for me. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it was a great trailer, a lot of great stuff. It looks like a lot of new areas. 
Um, yeah, and then just to cap it off with this, it's just like, oh, God. Nick, did like, you skip that Michael Madsen game? Did I? I just want to make sure, because I, I, I don't know what to make of that game, but we got to at least mention okay, it. Okay, we'll mention that next. Yeah, okay. I lost... It is not in my notes anymore. I must have deleted it. <laughs> yeah, because there's also like Warhammer Space Marine. I got some notes if you want me to. Go oh yeah, yeah, books. yeah. If you if you have notes, before, yeah, go ahead. I don't, yeah, what happened? To, I'm boy. Yeah, I'm missing a chunk okay. here. Go ahead. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, uh, after uh, the Bayonetta three, which was like the Ashley Johnson thing, um, they showed off a quick trailer for Remnant two, which is a sequel to a game Remnant from Ashes, which is a really fun third person shooter. If you're into Souls games, I highly recommend checking that out. I, I believe it's even been on PS Plus. So if you've been adding those games in, you probably even have it. Um, then they did the Best Score Music Award, which went to, of course, God of War Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed off a new action uh, game from Don't Nod, which are the guys who did the Life is Strange franchise, which is uh, kind of interesting, uh, called Banisher's Ghosts of New Eden, um, which it was a, a long CG trailer, but they showed a little bit of gameplay at the very end. It looks heavily, heavily influenced by God of War, same kind of camera angle and everything. Um, so, you know, I don't know if they have the chops to do that kind of a game, but something to look out for. Um, then they showed off Warhammer Space Marine 2. Um, looks like a fun, dumb, old school kind of video game where you're just mm-hmm. mowing down hordes of enemies as a big, tanky, fucking suited up dude. Um, you said you played the original one of those, right, Nick? Yeah, and and I, yeah I really enjoyed it. It was like, you, it did a great job of feeling like a big, tanky, weighty dude. Um, <laughs> big, tanky, yeah, weighty Because you, you have a jetpack, and when you landed it, it was probably one of the most satisfying, like, thuds of a guy in a full suit of armor landing. So, so. dual sense, yeah, that could be a good dual sense thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then real quick, uh, so then Crash Team Rumble is a new <laughs> new game in the Crash t- Crash franchise, I guess. It looks like it's kind of, you know, in the, it almost looks like it's in the Crash Team franchise, you know, Crash Team Racing, Crash Team Rumble, but I don't know. It looks like a four-on-four fighting cr- game that I don't ever want to play, but you know, it for the kiddos out there it might be something. Any anything to say about that one, Nick? No, not no. at all. Okay, Didn't all look right. Good. And then uh, and then one of the weirdest announcements of the game of the game awards. Uh, they they brought out Michael Madsen, and if that name doesn't ring a bell, I'm sure you've you've seen him in movies. He's he's in um, Reservoir Dogs, famously. He's in the Kill Bill franchise. Um, he's the dude with the big gruff voice. Mm-hmm. And they, they came out and announced this game called Crime Boss Rocket City by 505 Games. And it looked, to me, and right off the bat, I was like, this looks like, you know, single A Grand Theft Auto, right? Like a game that <laughs> isn't, re- isn't really going to be worth your time. They're attaching a, an actor to it that is, don't get me wrong, Michael Madsen's great, but also don't, don't kid yourself, he is not you know, an A-list celebrity in 2022. So, you know, kind of thought it was this B-rate project. And then they start naming all these other celebrities they're in. And I didn't <laughs> write any of them down. So, you know, kind of help me out here, Nick. But like Kim Bassinger is one of them. Vanilla yep. Ice is one of them. Yep. Uh, who, who else? Chuck Norris. <laughs> Chuck Norris is one of them. Danny Glover. <laughs> Danny Glover. Danny Trejo. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Michael Anymore. Rooker. <laughs> Michael, Michael, Michael Rooker. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, dude, uh, I it, think that's that's all. Yeah, which is wild. Like for that many people, and like again, none of those guys are huge celebrities. But I don't really know what to make of that one. I don't expect a good game, but kind of kind of. And it's coming soon too. I don't know if you wrote the release date. It was March. Yeah, I th- it was early early next year. So I don't, I don't really know what to make of that. I I don't expect a good game, but you know. Uh, no, they were so the, the gameplay footage was so quick. Yeah. 
that yeah, they're, I, hide, they're hiding some shit. Yeah, it had red flags all over it, but you know, yeah. just, that's why but, I deleted uh, it off my notes. I, mean, I just, just wanted to forget. <laughs> oh, we had to mention it. It was weird. <laughs> all right, and then unfortunately, Stray won Best Indie Game. Um, you know, I don't know. I guess people, people love their cats. Uh, best Action Adventure Game, God of War, of course. And then I think, Nick, then we got to Best Direction in Cyberpunk. So if you want to take it from there, from the announcement after Cyberpunk. Is it is it the big one that uh, Jeff Keighley got all yeah. teary eyed about? He, he, yeah, yeah, he did. He he almost. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't. He had a moment. Yeah, uh, sometimes I, I I like Jeff. Obviously, he's very he's like us. He's very enthusiastic about the game industry, and it's very cool. He holds this event, mm-hmm. um, and he definitely knows when he has something big. So when he right. was hyping what the next world premiere was yeah he was getting all excited saying what a story developer this is <laughs> i'm He's so got, like, grateful yeah i'm so yeah i'm so grateful they, they let me announce their games he's got like his eyes are tearing up he's just like like oh my god like what what, what are you <laughs> announcing <laughs> you know and um it kind of starts with a is a it's like a futuristic planet and it gets like Hit with looks like a giant solar flare uh, that kind of burns burns up the planet, and there's some there's some pretty choice lines. I don't remember all of them, or I don't think I even remember about relighting cinders or cinders or going out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't remember either. I didn't write. Down. I should have wrote it down. Um, and I I don't remember if it says right away. Does it say from software first before uh, we realize what it is? Or that made that might yeah, have been at the it, end. it had to have. It had to have because I remember trying to be like, you know, I, I heard there was slight rumors of Sekiro two, and there was, um, you know, there's there's always the opportunity, you know, Dark Souls four maybe. So I was trying to figure out what it was, but I remember distinctly knowing that it was a FromSoft. So I think it was in the front of it. Okay. Yeah, and then then it's very apparent uh, once we get a lot of shots of mechs. Next firing, next flying around. That we are getting another armored core game. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> fuck, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, and it is Armored Core Six: Fires of Rubicon from From Software. You know, a series they did before they were known for all the uh, the Souls games. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't have any history with this series at all, um, but I know that the people who are who are into it were into it, and I I think this is going to be a pretty huge game, just because, like you said, man, like this is kind of a first one of the first big releases since FromSoft has really rose to where they stand you know i i'm looking it up now the last armored core game armored core 5 came out in 2012 armored core 4 was 2006 before that so they have released one since dark souls came out in 2011 but you know since you know since dark souls 1 you know you can't even imagine right bloodborne sekiro elden ring they're so much bigger than that but um yeah, not a ton of gameplay or anything to go off of, but I think this is uh, I think this is going to have a lot of people, a lot of those FromSoft devotee, devotees, de- devotees, I don't even know. <laughs> it's late, man. I'm getting tired. Um, but uh, it, it's, it's going to have a lot of those guys playing it. And uh, yeah, FromSoft has, has uh, immunity, I think, from the gaming community as being able to put out anything bad, so... We'll see. Uh, this this game did not review well. The Armored Core Five. No, it didn't. No, so that's interesting. That's interesting. I, yeah, I don't know if they have a B team or anything like that, but I don't know. I, I feel yeah. like it's just a team that knows. They. Oh, I don't want to spoil anything. It's a team that knows uh, 
how to make a fucking solid game. You know, yeah. so I don't know what they've learned from since then, but I, I expect it to be good. Yeah, I think it said 2023, right? It's yep. Yeah, it's coming next year. So that that's an interesting one. I, yeah, it's hard to know what to think <laughs> yeah. about that. So, uh, and then correct me, the next world premiere was Final Fantasy 16, right? Yep. All right. So yes, we got another Final Fantasy 16 trailer. And another, and we got the release date for this. Remember that month that I mm. said all those other games are coming out? Yeah, what was that again? Uh, June of next year. Okay. And uh, this one is joining them June 22nd of 2023. Um, this trailer looked dope. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of keep, Final Fantasy 16 for whatever reason, keeps slipping my mind of just like being right around the corner and... You know, Final Fantasy X is one of my favorite games of all time. Final Fantasy XII was fantastic. Final Fantasy XV was a bit of a letdown, so I think that's kind of why it keeps slipping from like my excitement levels. But you know, this is a franchise that I I know has the ability to reach that high level with me, and you know, the combination of the uh, ability to shift into these monstrous you know creatures that can do battle with one another, you know, has very Attack on Titan vibes, which I love. Um, you know, I, I think this could be one of my favorite games next year. I just, I, for whatever reason, just have this feeling that, like, I don't know, I'm going to get into it and just kind of be like, yeah, it's fine. And I, and like I kind of mentioned when we were watching the show, Nick, is like, I like the, the Final Fantasy VII remake, Final Fantasy XV combat system, but I don't love it. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that, you know, maybe they tweak it a bit or add some other things into there um, to get me to really, really want to get good at that system. Because at least what happened at the end of Final Fantasy VII Remake, I never finished 15, but it just felt like I was just managing my healing. Like I was just like trying to attack as quick as I could. It didn't really matter what, but just keeping my health above zero, uh, you know, to the best of my abilities and mm-hmm. not really putting a lot of strategy into it. So, um, but at least from a world building standpoint, it looked incredible the, like I said the creatures um, I think it's gonna probably be one of the one of the better entries into the series and especially since it has the Final Fantasy 14 director at the helm um, that game is a wild success so I, I think he'll take a lot of what he learned there put it into here boom profit yeah <laughs> yeah and uh, they're they're really quick with the gameplay I would love to see what a, an actual like level or zone right. <laughs> plays out so there's not there's not much to see there uh, but yeah, there's a lot of big kaiju-esque fighting between giant summons from Final Fantasy Pass. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, that got us to Game of the Year, the final category. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to give a quick shout out <laughs> yeah, to yeah. the MVP yeah. of this entire show, <laughs> and it was my dude. <laughs> <laughs> With the fro right in front of the composer playing all the I don't the fluted instruments I don't know what else you would call them but he was he was fist pumping bouncing up and down in his seat I could not look away from this guy and uh, I just you know if you if you have the opportunity to watch the presentation for the game of the year award and you know if you didn't catch the show look this guy up please I I was cracking up it was amazing yeah yeah he was really really into it it was almost distracting I don't even remember the music because you were you were giggling like a schoolgirl the whole time well they like they finish up and he's like turning around high-fiving people like doing like rock rock like fist bumps and like he was just oh man like I love that guy great yeah (laughs) all right so then we got the game of the year 
Unfortunately, it is not God of War Ragnarok. Nope. But, you know, what what are you going to do? Good job on Elden Ring. Obviously Mm. a great game. A a cap on the head of From Software and the Soulsborne series they created. And, you know, that came out in February and staving off everybody all year uh, is quite the accomplishment, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I can't recall a game coming out and just obliterating the conversation from just a single game release standpoint like that game did earlier in the year um it took all the oxygen away from everything poor horizon once again just you know (laughs) getting overshadowed by a generational game because you know breath of the wild was the other game that i can kind of remember that happening with but you know i i kind of had a feeling it would be elden ring I, i i think it's really really well deserved you know again i finished ragnarok last night that game is a masterpiece but i'm i'm jumping back into elden ring again right now to just kind of remind myself and it really really is truly something special so mm-hmm. it's it's one of those years guys where you know uh 2018 was one of them with god of war and red dead 2 where you kind of had these two games that are uh master classes but wildly different from one another so you're going to get a very polarizing uh, opinion based on it but um yeah hats off to elden ring i think uh any other year god of war ragnarok is winning but yep. this, you know this year yeah just it kind of had to go to it yeah yeah that's fine yep all right that was it that's the show john hmm. you, you had a prediction that didn't even come anywhere close <laughs> i did yeah and that was that Microsoft was going to have a big presence at this show. Oh, my God. Yeah, um, you're right. As we just went through not a single Microsoft announcement of any kind. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, – I, did, I, compl- I can't believe I didn't even think of that while we were watching the show. I know I made a comment that, you know, it, it's – it's kind. I don't want to. I don't want to trash on them too much. You know, I don't like to try and be a fanboy. This is a PlayStation podcast, of course, so we have our allegiances. But it's shocking, man. Like they just went through a year where they had not one, not not a couple. They had literally zero first party releases, and just. That's unacceptable when you own, I believe they own 22 or 23 teams. That mm-hmm. is just gross mismanagement. That is nothing short of just, you know, poor supervision of their teams. And so you would think heading into the following year where you have, you know, a, a, a crowd of people that, you know, obviously love your company. They love Game Pass. They want to support you, mm-hmm. but you don't come with anything to get them excited for the next year. And it's not like yeah. Microsoft has their own events. They don't. They don't really do state of play like Sony does. So does that really mean that we're going to just the next six months of silence, um, you know, before we really hear what they're doing next? It's just, it's kind of shocking. And, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll again, we'll talk about it next week. You know, it's just kind of funny coming from the other news today in the Microsoft world that they're actually getting sued by the FTC to purchase Activision. It's just, they need to stop looking from a, a just a purchasing standpoint to to grow their business and, and figure out how they can take these teams that they've they've had and, and foster consistent game releases because you know they have perfect dark they have hellblade 2 they have contraband they have indiana jones they have games out there you know they've even went mm-hmm. been so bullish and it wasn't them because bethesda owns them uh but announced elder scrolls 6 it's just getting out of hand i know i'm rambling um but uh <laughs> yeah dude pretty wild stuff that they weren't there at all 
yeah, it's just it's just a bummer to be an Xbox fan, and if you get an Xbox this Christmas, to just be like, oh, what? Yeah, you got. I mean, I, you got you got Starfield and Redfall. You do have that announced, but like, it's just twenty three teams, nothing nothing to show for it. And right. you know, we don't know a ton from Sony either, but they've just released Ragnarok, Gran Turismo, and Horizon three amazing games this year. So you know, they're excused yeah. for a bit. Yeah, they had a big presence <laughs> at this show. You know, between yeah, yeah, Final Ragnarok Fantasy sixteen, yeah, got a war cleaning up. You know their other games. You know winning and showing just being. It's PlayStation everywhere here. Even Nintendo didn't really have much of a presence outside of the the movie trailer and a, a weak Bayonetta announcement. So, yeah, yeah. weird, <laughs> weird stuff. Yeah. So, oh well, well we'll see. Next year Good. might be a different story. It when Game of the Year, the Game Awards come around. So. Yeah. Well, good job, Jeff Keighley. It was a good one. I, yeah. I enjoy. I enjoyed myself thoroughly. <laughs> yeah. That was great. So, yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed our thoughts. Uh, all the teases that we we gave last week probably apply now. Mm-hmm. As you heard, John finished God of War. That is going to be a huge discussion next week. Uh, the Microsoft <laughs> Activision Blizzard and the FTC thing mm-hmm. will be talked about. Forspoken will be talked about. Kenna Bridge of Spirits will be talked about. And maybe we'll fit in Neon White, too. You know, who yeah. knows? Try, try and get me a, a Las Vegas story, Nick. <laughs> yeah. I, I, want one, I want one Las Vegas story. Yes, I will be in Las Vegas, so maybe... There's got to be one. Gotta be one. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I think that's it, John. All right, we, man. We, you know, we, we got our one. We got one good show. Oh, man. It was and you got one. your Hades. Uh, I can't. I, I can still cannot believe that. I'm gonna that, ride that high. Happened. I'm gonna ride on that high for a while. <laughs> a while. Yeah. yeah, I can't believe it that that game exists. <laughs> yep. <sighs> I'm hoping. I'm hoping next year. I'm not holding my breath, but I'm hoping fall of next year. I don't. I don't think so though. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, next year's gonna be great. Uh, yeah, mm. if, if that game comes out next year, oh my god, what a year. Loaded. <laughs> but yeah. So all right. Um, song. Oh, yes, song. Uh, we're leaving you on more Astros Playroom, John. It's not Astrobot's Playroom. Mm. We gotta quit saying that. Another right. Astros Playroom song. <laughs> <laughs> this one is SSD. It's a great song too. It comes again from Kenneth C. M. Young, who did the entire soundtrack for Astros Playroom. Great song. So I'm tired, John, and I gotta edit this. Yeah, I gotta play Rocket League with Brian. So uh, you know, gotta go do that. Oh, so cool. That's not Elden Ring. <laughs> Elden Ring just won, and you're just going to... Yeah, but I can't start Elden Ring at midnight, man. I, I, gotta, I, I have to play a little bit of video games so I can go to sleep. You know, it's like, my, it's my drug. I got to do it. <laughs> you may have a problem then. Yeah, well, All you know, right. I, have a, I have a video game podcast. Leave me, leave me alone, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. So All right. we'll be back next week with the same old format, six things. Uh, send in your emails what you thought of the show. Maybe you have some opinions, and we'll read them on there. So. Definitely. All right. See you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.